Hello, and welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is a companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me, and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There are several ways that you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. You can email me at ACIMDWL. FRP, that's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People, ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com. Or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave me a voice message. And while you're there, you can make a donation if you'd like to support this podcast. I'd really appreciate that. Then I wouldn't have to put ads in them. So thank you in advance if you decide to support the podcast. Good morning. Today is lesson 121. Forgiveness is the key to happiness. Forgiveness is the key to happiness. Here in forgiveness is the answer to your search for peace. Here is the key to meaning in a world that seems to make no sense. Here is the way to safety in apparent dangers that appear to threaten you at every turn and bring uncertainty to all your hopes of ever finding quietness and peace. Here, in forgiveness, are all questions answered. Here, the end of all uncertainty is ensured at last. Now, before we continue, I want to share a definition of what forgiveness is because The traditional teaching of forgiveness is someone did something to you that hurt you or harmed you in some way or someone you love and then you be the quote-unquote bigger person and forgive them and try to pretend that it doesn't matter. In the introduction to the workbook part two, this definition of forgiveness is given. Forgiveness recognizes that what you thought your brother did to you has not occurred. It does not pardon sins and make them real. If it's it's something that you pardon, as in traditional forgiveness, then that makes it real. But True forgiveness, it says here, it sees that there was no sin. And in that view, are all your sins forgiven? What is sin except a false idea about God's Son? Forgiveness merely sees the falsity of that false idea and therefore lets it go. What then is free to take take its place is now the will of God. So that's what forgiveness is. It's not 
seeing something that someone did, a sin that they committed, and then pardoning them. It is looking past the idea that anything happened at all. Because all of these bad things that we see happening or painful things, they, they don't really exist in, in real reality. We are all one. We all are all perfect and sinless. And we're resting safe in the mind of God. So, continuing here with Lesson 121 in the second paragraph. The unforgiving mind is full of fear and offers love no room to be itself. No place where it can spread its wings in peace and soar above the turmoil of the world. And that's what love does. Love spreads its wings and soars in peace above the turmoil of the world. Continuing, the unforgiving mind is sad. It has no hope of respite and release from pain. It suffers and abides in misery, peering about in darkness, seeing not, yet certain of the danger lurking there. Were you ever in a, in a dark place outside at nighttime, an unfamiliar place, and you're trying to make your way through it, and you think you see things. I remember reading a, a book to my kids when they were little, and there was this bunny rabbit who went off to play in the woods even though he wasn't supposed to. And then it got dark faster than he realized because he was having so much fun. Then he was running on the road home and he was seeing all kinds of scary things. There was one, one thing that they called the, the screaming banshee. And by the time the bunny got home, it was so terrified, it was hiding under its bed. And the bunny's daddy came in to, to comfort the bunny. And the next day, they took a walk on the road that the little bunny ran home through. And the bunny saw all of the things and what they really were. Like one was a rock, one was a bush, and the screaming banshee was just a tree. And that's what the unforgiving mind experiences. It doesn't allow love to show that there is no turmoil, there is nothing scary. So continuing, the unforgiving mind is torn with doubt, confused about itself and all it sees. It's afraid and angry, weak and blustering, afraid to go ahead, afraid to stay, afraid to waken or go to sleep, afraid of every sound yet more afraid of stillness, terrified of darkness, yet more terrified at the approach of light. What can the unforgiving mind perceive but its own damnation? What can it behold except the proof that all its sins are real? The unforgiving mind sees no mistakes, but only sins. It looks upon the world with sightless eyes and shrieks as it beholds its own projections rising to attack its miserable parody of life. 
It wants to live, yet wishes it were dead. It wants forgiveness, yet sees no hope. It wants escape, yet can conceive of none, because it sees the sinful everywhere. The unforgiving mind is in despair, without the prospect of a future which can offer anything but more despair. Yet it regards its judgment of the world as irreversible and does not see that it has condemned itself into despair. It thinks it cannot change, for what it sees bears witness that its judgment is correct. It does not ask because it thinks it knows. It does not question because it's certain that it's right. I see this in, in people in the world that I know. They, they see nothing but sin and attack and condemnation. They attack others because they feel attacked. They see sin in others and they see themselves as, selves as sinful. It's a very painful existence. But that kind of mind is certain, absolutely, positively certain, that it, what, what it believes is true. That mind is closed and refuses to allow any light. It doesn't even ask if there is light because it's certain that all there is is darkness. Continuing. <coughs> Forgiveness is acquired. It is not inherent in the mind which cannot sin. As sin is an idea that you taught yourself, forgiveness must be learned by you as well, but from a teacher, capital T, other than yourself. And this teacher represents the other self, capital S, in you. Through this teacher, you learn how to forgive the self you think you made and let it disappear. When you forgive your, when you forgive this self you think you made, that forgiveness just undoes the self you think you made. And that's how it disappears. And in this way, you return your mind as one rather than being double-minded, having your right mind that is at one with God and having your separated mind that thinks it's separate. When you forgive the self you think you made and it becomes unmade, then your mind is one again and you return this single mind to him who is yourself, your true self, and who can never sin. So re you return your mind as one, as whole, to your true self who can never sin. Continuing, each unforgiving mind presents you with an opportunity to teach your own how to forgive itself when you come into contact with someone who has an unforgiving mind. It is an opportunity to teach your own mind how to forgive itself. Continuing, each one awaits release from hell through you 
and turns to you imploringly for heaven here and now. Each one of those unforgiving minds, when it, it knows deep within itself, in its true self, that you are one together. This, this mind is awaiting release from hell through you and deep underneath it knows that you are the way to heaven. Continuing, the unforgiving mind says it has no hope. The unforgiving mind has no hope, but you become its hope. And as its hope, do you become your own, your own hope. The unforgiving mind must learn through your forgiveness, through your undoing of it, you're recognizing that it never existed. The unforgiving mind must learn through your forgiveness that it has been saved from hell. And as you teach salvation, you will learn. Yet all your teaching and your learning will not be of you, but of the teacher, capital T, who was given you to show the way to you. Today, we will practice learning to forgive. If you are willing, you can learn today to take the key to happiness and use it on your own behalf. We will devote 10 minutes in the morning and at night another 10 to learning how to give forgiveness and receive forgiveness also. Because giving and receiving are one and the same. Continuing. The unforgiving mind does not believe that giving and receiving are the same. Yet we will try to learn today that they are one through practicing forgiveness toward one whom you think of as an enemy and one whom you consider as a friend. And as you learn to see them both as one, we will extend the lesson to yourself and see that their escape included yours. Begin the longer practice periods by thinking of someone you do not like, who seems to irritate you or to cause regret in you if you should meet him, one you actively despise or merely try to overlook. It does not matter what the form of your anger takes. You probably have chosen him already. That person probably came to your mind while you were listening to that part. Whoever you thought of, that's fine, they'll do. Now close your eyes and see that person in your mind and look at him for a while. Try to perceive some light in him somewhere, a little gleam which you had never noticed. Try to find some little spark of brightness shining through the ugly picture that you hold of him. Look at this picture till you see a light somewhere within it. And then try to let this light extend until it covers this person and make the picture beautiful and good. Look at this changed perception for a while. Then turn your mind to the one you call a friend. 
tried to transfer the light that you learned to see around your former enemy to this friend. Perceive him now as more than friend to you. For in that light, his holiness shows you your savior, saved and saving, healed and whole. Then let him offer the light. Then let him offer you the light that you see in him. And let your enemy and friend unite in blessing you with what you gave. Now you are one with them, and they with you. Now have you been forgiven by yourself. Do not forget, throughout the day, the role, of, the role that forgiveness plays in bringing happiness to every unforgiving mind with yours among them. Every hour, tell yourself, forgiveness is the key to happiness. I will awaken from the dream that I am mortal, fallible, and full of sin, and I will know that I am the perfect Son of God. Forgiveness is the key to happiness because it undoes the mad idea that we are separate. So every hour, remind yourself, forgiveness is the key to happiness. I will awaken from the dream that I am mortal, fallible, and full of sin, and I will know that I am the perfect Son of God. Today, I wish you a day of awakening and happiness. Many blessings. Namaste.